for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Prepare for the attack of the android. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Thursday, July 9th, 2015. This is episode 161 of Tagging the Androids every week. Usually, Thursday evenings. Probably gonna move that, though, huh? There's been some, some rumors, some rumblings happening. I'm Matt, that's Eric, and that's Nick. What's happening? <laughs> hey, everyone. Hello. What's your dog's name? Now I'm curious. His, his name is Sirius. Huh. What is that? Yeah. It's like a it dog. is the dog star, and he is an Italian greyhound, and he's very annoying when he wakes up in the morning, which is why I'm a little nervous that he has trotted down to my office mm. in the middle of the show. Time to go outside. Somebody better That's let right. me out before I do my biz. Where's mom? I'm going to do my biz right here. <laughs> so yeah. I have some presents for you. Oh, oh, God. So, starting things out strong, Blackberry... And here to talk about BlackBerry, Shane Brady. Shane, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up? Hey, guys. Good to have you. Shane, Google and BlackBerry teaming up to make Lollipop secure. Is that possible? <laughs> uh, well, since Lollipop is probably already secure, it makes it a lot easier for BlackBerry, I guess. <laughs> good answer. Man, I have missed your snark. How you doing, man? Good, good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, yeah, that is a good point, and I'm sure... Can they make it to... more stable? Can they work on that, perhaps? Uh, I, I tell you what, with Lollipop, every 5.1 version I've seen has been good. Every 5.0 version has not been so good. So, I hope, because it, it's not been a good transition from KitKat to Lollipop. Well, that, I'm glad to hear you say that, because I'm still not on it, so I'm I'm glad the Moto X first gen still holding strong, not on that new version. Yeah, so anybody who had the Shield tablet, pro, I don't know, do, can we go off on a tangent like this? Yeah, no, go I'll for do... it. We literally just started, so oh, please. Yeah, oh, not on this show. No, 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 no. Does <laughs> no. anybody have the Shield tablet, okay, will know that on the 5.0 Lollipop version, it could be very laggy and awful. They went to 5.1 maybe a month ago, and now it's like the best tablet I have ever owned. It's fast. It runs smooth. Um, Gaming runs great on it. Um, But on my Galaxy Note 4, okay, I was – the original Lollipop upgrade, which I'm still on, was so bad. I actually considered going back to KitKat on this device. That bad? Wow. So you're saying yeah. the point ones are good? Because uh, in in the chat I was reading that uh, Joey got 5.1.1 for the Nexus 6, which means other people are going to start getting it. Is that the one you want then, it, going well, by this logic? I think what, the, I think what it is is the, uh, oh, the even the Google version, which has always been pretty decent, I think, on the Nexus 6, but every other OEM version I've heard, nothing but problems. Um, I had to reset this one. The, the lollipop version to get it usable again, but I was very close to going back to KitKat because uh, it's very bad. Now, I've had 5.0 on the OnePlus One with Oxygen OS, which is uh, the one they put out by the guys from Paranoid Android, 
That one has been very slick. Hmm. That one I've never had an issue with. That's very close to stock. There might be a point. It's very close to stock. Uh, I recently just put Sanogen 5.1 back on the device. Runs great. I mean, no issues at all with it. Um, do I have any other device? Oh, my Nexus 5 has Lollipop. Runs great on that. My Shield tablet runs great with Lollipop 5.1. Even now, my Shield TV running 5. Point, actually, I don't know if it's 5.1 or not. But um, the OEMs did not do a great job the first the first thing uh, first. Um, the first versions, and it may be that everybody wanting OEMs to be fast with updates, maybe we should we should want them to wait and get it right. We want OEMs uh, to be more stable with updates. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of was a big transition, and you know, if you notice, most of the Jelly Bean uh, transitions to KitKat were all pretty smooth for the most part. I didn't see a lot of complaints with that. But a lot of pop is a big change. Um, now you know this is not uh, it's not restricted to Android. Um, all uh, you know, iOS has these same issues when they make these, these larger leaps. Set, iOS seven was not very stable. iOS eight not very stable. Yeah, Jelly Bean um, was an improvement for Ice Cream Sandwich as well. So yeah, four dot zero to four dot one. So yeah, I, so I think and the other thing now is is so much as in Google Play services, so much as in apps, so much as in services. I, I think. I mean, we nerds probably have to leave this too, but we gotta get off being so obsessed about the latest version all the time and just the best possible experience. Because the reason I went to Samsung, uh, not at the time it was running, uh, not running Lollipop, the first time when I first got there, um, is that, and, and in fact it runs TouchWiz and all that, is that I spend most of my time in apps now. It just doesn't matter. You know, the TouchWiz stuff, it means the menus look a little, the system menus look differently. All the apps, all the apps look the same. The Google Launcher looks the same. Yeah, you can always just change up the launcher anyways, and that solves most of the problem anyway, so. I feel yeah, like and, I feel like the apps are kind of getting us adjusted to that, though, because how many times are you like, oh, cool, an update to an app, and you update it, and then a bunch of stuff breaks, and now you're at the whimsy of the developer to re-update it or to, you know, go to the last version that you had that worked. Yeah, I, I feel like app developers do a better job of that, though. Well, yeah, yeah, they're only worrying about one, you know, I mean, not one thing, but they're worrying about their app, not, like, a whole operating system. Well, yeah. Google has helped with this a lot, like, with the Google, the shift to Google Play services um, to a lot of these new features not having to be bundled with a system update. Like, I think that's part of the reason why I don't necessarily um, feel like I need to go on XDA and flash the... M preview or something yeah. like that is because a lot of the good features are coming unbundled from system updates nowadays. They definitely so nailed it with that. When that was announced at I.O. a couple years ago, was it three? No, it, it was a couple years ago. But we were like, this is going to be awesome because now you're not going to have to be waiting for major updates. They can slowly decouple the major apps that you know want a keyboard and camera and you know whatever else, play services and stuff. And it's worked out well, I think. For me, the bigger one was actually uh, was a Google Now Launcher. Because for a while, I was running the on the OnePlus One CyanogenGen before they went to Lollipop. I was running a KitKat version. Yeah. I actually, you know, I downgraded from a from a Lollipop Nexus Five to a KitKat uh, OnePlus One, and you put the launcher on there, and you just don't notice it. Like literally, you just it just doesn't matter. Um, 
or you get those cool updates where like all of a sudden your phone can do something, even though you don't have a new OS. Like uh, what was the one that recently came up? Some version of smart lock or the one where it detects if it's on you. Um, the smart lock can now, it's not, it's not security security, but like now if you're walking around with your phone, it's not going to lock all the time, but there's something else. Oh, the, um, the Google pass, the smart lock password stuff that that's been rolled out. Even though they, uh, that's been rolled out to certain uh, lollipop devices without having to do a system update. Like, I don't know if you guys have come across that yet. You can now, uh, I think I was installing um, Netflix, and Netflix asked me, do you want to store your password in with Smart Lock? I mean, that, that was not an OS update. That was just Google Play services. That's cool. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but the, the only Smart Lock I've seen is in terms of the Chromebook. Mm-hmm. Um, like looking, saying, oh, it's on you. Um, you've unlocked the phone, therefore you don't have to put in your uh, Google um, your Google password. But I haven't seen any of this other stuff. Yeah, I, I, I had to reinstall Netflix and came up for that. Uh, mm-hmm. Android Device Manager, we're now can detect your device. That was pushed out. That was not an OS update. Not, that sounds like something you'd think would be pretty major, being able to manage your device uh, and all that. But they put yeah. it into Google Play Services and everything. So they were. I don't know if they knew that when they did that because they must have done it on gingerbread, right? Because this everything goes back to gingerbread. But uh, that was that was a pretty good thing, and it just it um, it just changes how you look at updates with with iOS versus uh, with um, uh, you know our iOS Android. I think a recent good example is when Google pushed pushed uh, their new version of Google uh, Google Music. They just pushed an app update iOS had to push out an entire OS update. And when you change that many bits, you know, more things can go wrong, you know, and nothing did, but you so know, you can you'd almost, rather just change an app than the whole system. You can almost make an argument then that all of that, you know, multiple screen sizes and, and everything was a good thing because it made Google do this, whereas Apple didn't need to do that. There wasn't, you know, this big divide in all of these devices because they controlled it. So they didn't have that need to go that route. And it seems like, it, at least, you know, what we've seen in Android, it's been hugely beneficial. Yeah, well, now, I mean, now Apple is having to do that, right? They right, sneak right. it in there. They're like, oh, don't worry about the screen size anymore. And, uh, you know, Android developers are like, hey, been there, done that, you know? I mean, this is, is nothing new. It's already done, and, been worried about, yo. <laughs> yeah, cause it, and, you know, we have, we have iOS developers and Android developers, and it's funny how different they think about it. You know, like, we we all have different sized Android phones, and, like, it's not, like, a big deal. It's not, like, a, it's not like a big deal figuring out the layout, you know? With iOS, it's like, oh, oh, we have a three-point, we have to worry about a 3.5-inch device. You know, it just, things don't work as, as well. And uh, with, with iOS in terms of layout, so and you have fragmentation concerns with iOS too. That was the word I couldn't think of the word. Thank you, Shane. <laughs> yeah, I think fragmentation is something only that Apple blogs now really talk about with any serious earnest. It's I don't been think the so cares. long since we've seen it in any kind of like article that we've talked about at least. Right. Yeah, I just don't think it's I just don't think it's an issue anymore. I don't, keep, you know. It, apps and services, that's where it's at. And, yep. you know. We need a new F word now. <laughs> I have a few. Blackberry? 
So let's you, let's, let's finish this up. Uh, they're saying that this is a big win for both sides. That Google's going to get this huge boost to the the security ecosystem and all of these enterprise customers, right? And then BlackBerry is going to get like Android to cut off all of this cash it's hemorrhaging. I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, I think there are still. A lot of, uh, I mean, there are still a lot of corporations and certainly government that um, they made the move to Best 12, and now they're looking for devices. And what devices do they have? I mean, they have mm. like uh, they have the BlackBerry Classic. The like there, Storm. there are still some users that want BlackBerry, but there are a lot more users I think that know Android that have it personally on their personal devices, and they want to use it. And this gives enterprise the they had the ability before, but it gives them the ability to manage like stuff client side, manage devices without having to, you know, teach their techs and their engineers a new tool. They can use something they've already paid for, they already have, they already know. Um, so from that point of view, I think that it's better. Um, the security side, I mean, they can do some of the, you know, um, like remote locking, remote wiping, things that are in Android, but Again, they're, now they're in this tool set that that they know how to use already and that they're familiar with. You don't have to convince the executive to buy or use this, you know, allow the company to use something new. You can say, oh, it's already in the package we have. Yeah, and some Android OEMs like Samsung, they have their own system like Knox, you know, where you get security and you can have two, you know, frames of reference how to use your phone, you know, for work or, or play. So. There's a lot more options in, in Android, and it's a lot more popular, and a lot of people have Samsung phones or Android phones. So, Is, Isn't Knox part of Lollipop now? Didn't they announce that last year? They thanked them for some of their uh, Knox work? I know they did a partnership, but I don't, I don't remember the details of it with regard to that, like merging some of the Knox features over to Android. Yeah, so, you know, I think where this plays in like, is that there's a lot of mid-sized companies who do not have a uh, – mobile you know a mobile management system like that so uh if blackberry no like this isn't going to change but if this wins for blackberry i mean they're just going to be a different company which is fine right i mean they're, they're sort of not going to be a phone company anymore they're yeah, doing they, they need to diversify so yeah it's what they should yeah. have done a while ago right like even yeah. before yeah, a lot yeah. of people like me and us uh, and others have been wanting them to come up with at least an android phone so there's a reason to buy something with BlackBerry because a lot of people aren't interested in buying, the, you know, their their phones now. So, well, and that's what I was gonna, and that's what kind of the article ends with is that is that legit? Then, do you think? Like, do you think they're gonna just do products and services like that and do the enterprise thing, or are they gonna come out with an Android BlackBerry phone? They'll come out with an Android phone at some point. I mean, every, it's too to. it, it's too easy not to. It's yeah. you know, it's like. Hey, you know, here's our, our mobile management suite, you know, for your 50 employees. Oh, by the way, we can, all, you know, we can guarantee, we can guarantee a certain level of service. You just give everybody these yeah. Android phones. And, they, and as long as they're not junk, I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Well, think about this. Samsung is like the complete opposite of BlackBerry in every aspect. And part of it is because they throw out a million things and see what sticks and they run it and they sell a lot of it. BlackBerry is like, no, we're just going to have one phone with the keyboard, one phone without. And the next year, maybe we'll come up with another phone. And they're not doing anything to save themselves. And I think it's interesting. It's the same week that uh, Windows, Microsoft, pretty much throws in the towel on the fo- on the smartphone business as well. And they're going to focus. They're going to be a big focus on productivity software. And I, and I know 
yeah. you know, the the uh, the cheerleaders that say, oh, no, no, the Windows, Microsoft's going to build Windows Phone for business. And it's not what they said in their announcement. They said yeah. we're going to develop services for phones. Yeah, we haven't included this information in the rundown, but, but we can afterwards. But like Microsoft just announced, I think today or yesterday, that they're like laying off 8,000 people from the Windows Phone or Nokia division. So that's like huge, you know, and they're going to reduce the number of phones they make to like maybe half a dozen a year or so. So that's pretty huge. You know, this seems like they're kind of going the other direction as well. I'm not sure what's going to happen with them. Yep. So iOS, Android won the smartphone wars. Now it's going to be who's going to win the services war. Google is probably, you know, it's good. that's Google and Microsoft right now because Apple doesn't have any enterprise-level yeah. stuff. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Now, those of you keeping track at home on the Terminator scoreboard, we can go ahead and scratch Microsoft off the running now. So it's either ter- uh, Skynet's either Facebook or Google. I guess Amazon, which will eventually get bought by Facebook or Google. No, I don't know. <laughs> Amazon's got the, uh, the listing device in your home now. Amazon's so got the robots, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> They've got the drones. They've definitely got the drones. Uh, Instagram coming out with 1080 pixel photos for your Android app, which is cool because not everyone looks at Instagram pictures on a little phone screen. Maybe I want to see a nice, you know, full-size yeah. picture. Usually can't, yeah, the thing, but now you can. Yeah, what the, I think the resolution was like 640 by 640, which was yeah. uh, common to what an iPhone would use. You know, in terms odd of square, square res Yeah, there. so 1080p is a little bit better, at least as far as a square, so... It's about time, really. Eric, I know you're excited for 1080 uh, size photos on Instagram because you're a big foodie. I know that about you. I know you're a huge foodie. It's true. I mean, if I if I you know go to a restaurant and I get a really good Horovats or something like that, I want to take a picture of it because who doesn't love that sort of thing? Uh, Americans. <laughs> Please. Actually, I think you would like Horvath. Yo, Americans can't Big even chunks spell of meat. I can't spell Horvath. I'm American, so... Yeah, you, you gotta sort of get the phlegm. Horvath. <laughs> you got it. Nice. So I added cool. the story in the rundown about Microsoft laying off nearly 8,000 employees, incidentally, so... <coughs> but I'm... It's because It's because they're yeah. giving away Windows 10! We all have, don't we all have our little window thing in the bottom? That makes me think that like the government and the NSA was like, all right, Microsoft, here's here's Windows 10. We need you to now get it to everybody. And so they're like, all right, well, I guess we'll give it away for free. Pre-backdoored. <laughs> it, it is weird, though, that they killed their uh, phone business like, not even before they released their next phone OS. It's just yeah. really weird. They bought them a year and a half ago, something like that, and now they're killing <laughs> off. I mean, most of the employees from the Nokia purchase are all gone now, so. Now, let's go back to the alternative history, right? Because the, the Windows fans always like to say, oh, they couldn't have done made Android phones. They would have just died. But they don't, is that? They're getting like, money from each one already anyway, right, on the other side. So. No, what I mean, what I mean is, my, Nokia had to go with Windows Phone because if they had just chosen Android, they'd just be some other OEM and, and lose money and all that. Which, and is, I mean, they ended up doing exactly that, just going nowhere. Are you but saying before? Really think that, like, why wouldn't a Lumia? Like, why wouldn't a Nokia Android phone have taken off a few years ago? 
as you know, like we have HTC One, we have Xiaomi doing really well, we got LG. I mean, the only one that's a super powerhouse is like Samsung, right? So I think a Nokia phone with their classic, with their you know their quality build, their their focus on good cameras. I definitely think there could have been a success in the Android market because Android people, it's it's clear now we want better cameras. We like phones. that sort of stuff, right? That's, yeah, we like good for cameras sure. for sure. You know, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't agree with the conventional wisdom that if they had just gone with Android, they would have died anyway. Because I think they had chances to differentiate themselves in a market where there were not good cameras and not you know there's only a few designs that had good quality build. And I think yeah. obviously hindsight is twenty twenty, but yeah, the problem is you know they got they hired Stephen Elop as their CEO, a former Microsoft exec, and he essentially took over and limited them to really just you know Windows Phone and. Uh, that wasn't a winning strategy, and they had the Asha line for, you know, overseas, you know, third world markets, stuff like that. But uh, they just made the wrong decision, and you know, now that the company got purchased by Microsoft, a company historically slow to change, adapt, uh, it's not, it just hasn't gone well for them. So yeah, now the existing Nokia company, whatever part of it is, it making Android phones. Yeah, are not compete is over with. Yeah, they're just doing services mostly, I think. I kind of feel like the when they when they decided to make that switch to Windows Phone, um, nobody u- had actually used it, like in the in the company. I mean, it could be that Elon <laughs> strong on them, but I mean, there's, it, I've I've used like last year um, around this time, I had bought a seventy nine dollar, you know, Microsoft, you know, Windows Phone. Put Windows. I even I went to lengths to put Windows Phone. I think eight or eight dot one on it. Mango. It sucked. <laughs> It, it was terrible, and it, I mean the phone wasn't great, but it was the operating system itself. The underlying operating system was terrible, and like you said, Shane, if they would have taken the things that Nokia was doing well, like the cameras, and put that on Android, they probably would have been, you know, at least somewhat successful. Definitely more successful than they are now. Um, and I mean, they really don't have much to show for it. They've sort of you know, ruined, they've ruined the Finnish economy and a bunch of people have lost their jobs and, you know. That's uh, I, I, know. I mean, the other thing is, that you should learn is, they, you know, they had Windows Mobile. They said, developers, don't worry. When, when Windows 7 comes out, you're going to love it. Windows 7 comes out, no one develops for it. Don't worry, developers, you're going to love Windows 8. That's where it's at. That's the big. That's where we're really gonna make our move. Windows 8 comes back completely bonds. No, 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 no. Eight Windows 8.1. This is where it's at. Comes out. No one cares. And then finally, Windows 10. Now we're gonna have universal apps. Developers are gonna love it. You're gonna write your apps everywhere. And I mean, that's, you can't tell your developers that. You know, don't worry. It's the next thing that's gonna make you money because they just won't bother. Well, no, think about. Oh, good. I was just finish up. No startup thinks about. I'm gonna need an Android version, an iOS version, and a Windows version. It's either one or the other, or both. No one considers Windows Phone at all. I think that if they just to tag onto that thought, thought first, I think that if that coming up with Windows 10, um, if if I can write like because people still write Windows you know, applications. So if those Windows applications can very easily or seamlessly be brought to mobile, that might help. Uh, that might help the uh, the Windows, whatever they're calling it, Windows Phone 8, whatever, 
Windows Phone 10 market. This um, is called Windows 10, and it's going to yeah, be Yeah, but on most everything. software being written for Windows is actually business software, right? Um, there's no, there's no uh, consumer low. The most popular apps on Windows are Chrome and iTunes. And okay. then but then you also have games. I mean, yeah. games. I would say games are probably a very popular app. App genre a, category. Yeah, they're a cat. They're a cat. But the types of games you run on the Windows, I don't know. Like, I'm playing right now. Wolfenstein Old Blood. That one's not. I'm not gonna run for that on a tablet. Actually, as I, I say that, I remember I'm running my games on my Nvidia Shield tablet. <laughs> there. Do it. Into a um, but uh, yeah. but you you would write that for Windows and then maybe stream it to other devices. You wouldn't try to write it so it work on multiple devices. Well, not to bash on Windows Phone too much, but I'm I will say like one the thing that I think sums up my experience with that operating system is I wanted to I I did I jumped through all the little hoops signing up for the developers you know whatever to get Windows 8.1 back when it was only available to people who opted in. So I do that. I go. They say, okay, just go to system updates or whatever, hit update, and get the update. I am presented with blue screen of death level error messaging. Hell it's like, yeah. you have error message 0x3720927. And I'm like, what the hell am I looking at? I have to – like, and that's all it says. It's like that and an error has occurred, which is like, well, no shit. Thank you. <laughs> I don't have my update, and I have this like very cryptic messaging, <laughs> and I have to Google it. And it takes me an hour to figure out that it's because like the system date had like gotten out of whack. Like I feel like I need to crack this thing open and look for the CMOS battery. Like it's, it's terrible. Hold like, up. How brought, did you Google it? If your computer was down, my phone was down, not my computer. Ah, okay. But yeah, sense. it. I just like they they brought the worst of Windows to the phone, and then I. I that is why it's not successful because it sucks. Mm, strong words from Eric Fink. Just sum that up. It says Microsoft Windows sucks. And and the things they thought would differentiate them, no nobody cared, and. No one implemented them, and there were some were some bad ideas, like baking Facebook into the OS, which means when Facebook makes changes, some of these changes can't happen unless you upgrade the OS. Which, you know, no one's going to do that. So, ripped Windows Phone. Well, yeah. Speaking of rip things, Google Glass not rip coming. In strong with a new Enterprise Edition, just for Eric Finkenbeiner, with a bigger prism and a battery pack in a battery backpack, battery back. I feel like this is April Fools. Is this is this happening, Eric? <laughs> I'm scared. I am so scared for what this means. Um, bigger. I'm, I'm glad that they, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. You will actually be the Borg. Like you're gonna have a little backpack. Well, I think you know if all they had to do is make the prism circular, and there is the monocle we've all been hoping for. Damn, oh, we're so close yet so far away. Yeah, this at this point, you know, it's a lot of rumors. <clears throat> this is coming. Um, this one's coming from nine to five Google, um, and we've seen some things. I think like FCC filings a couple couple weeks ago. Um, I am 
I'm really, I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I don't like, this doesn't sound, this doesn't sound good to me. This doesn't sound like the revised hardware that, you know, we were hoping for. Well, it that. seems like, I mean, just with the name, you know, you used to have uh, what is it? Explorer edition. Now you have enterprise edition. This doesn't sound like it's going to be a product for you and I, it's going to be, sound like it's a product. This for one enterprise. is going to be $5,000. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, they have come customers who are still using Google, the original Google Glass edition now. And because certain verticals, it was really popular. So I imagine that this is what this is for. And I don't think this is the revised version that we're expecting under Tony Fidel because it's now not enough time has elapsed. I think we're there's still going to be something else down the line for consumers. Maybe there'll be a home edition. I don't know. They, they need something for the rest of us. So Their home oh, edition well. doesn't let you set your own background wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> Basic Microsoft, mode, yeah. Windows 7. That was bullshit. Uh, $500 for a software upgrade to get the so enterprise version of the same hardware and hardware. Yeah. But I actually don't know what for consumers. Like, I don't think there's much appeal for Ingress, for dude. Classes. It's, it's got to be Ingress, and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, well, dangerous, but it's also the people the people that will strap on that backpack with the twenty something. I will like, do that uh, before I wear glasses on it. Yeah, like I think I think it's that. I think it's for you know people that want to do outdoor stuff that want to like it's the it's the fringe things. It's not the it's not the mainstream. I would have bought the original Google Glass if it was in if it was in the three hundred dollar price range. You know that whole fifteen hundred dollar business. You know, I'm sure they made a slight profit out of that, but they didn't really get it into the hands of that many people, relatively speaking. And, and it's two years later, and still people like me are waiting for for it. And but it you know what, crazy. Nick? Nick, Is it three years later now. Yeah, three years. Yeah. yeah. And people yeah. like you and people like me are really glad we didn't. And even if you would have spent three hundred dollars, you would have had instant buyer's remorse. Like you would have been like, okay, I used it once, and now what? <laughs> Eric, do you use yours at all for anything anymore? No, I, I don't use it anymore. I I did reviews with it. Um, you know, I wrote a I wrote a couple things about you know. I wrote a couple. Basically, I I wrote some articles for it. I got some money for it, and then I I put it away because it didn't really. Eric, it, it was cool, share the love, felt, bro. Why are you not passing that around to the rest of us? God, you're such an inconsiderate dick sometimes. Well, you know what happened is that I started to get like this device rot problem to where. Like it, it was fast at first, and then it just got so effing slow. Interesting. Like just the response time. Like you'd swipe, and it would take maybe two to three seconds for the swipe to register. Wow. Um, I mean, this and this was. I mean, I get it. This is it's a Galaxy Nexus strapped to my head. Um, so I I kind of understand. You know, I think Shane, you were alluding to this that it was very successful in certain markets, and you know. If you're a surgeon, you don't want to be, you know, looking for the, you don't want to be looking for the instructions or where do I stitch next, and have the, you know, the Galaxy Nexus on your face taking two to three seconds to lag. I'm sorry, I hope as a surgeon that you're not like reading instructions on the internet for your surgery. <laughs> Hello, boys and girls. It's Doctor Nick. First, I'll read this book know. and we'll do open heart surgery. <laughs> the only, the only use it has for 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 regular users is hands-free photography. For certain things, you can't get. It's too difficult. You know, that's the only thing I use it for taking pictures of. Uh, you know, because Petey's not. You know, Petey's not going to be here very much longer. So, you know, for taking pictures of him with that. And if you have a kid, 
Eric, Matt? send it to me so I can take Ooh. pictures of this demon spawn that we're about to have here. I'm just kidding. Sorry. It's going to be the devil. Uh, I can't I tell I, you I, I going um, Anyway, the devil. so for those are the use cases for normal people. Yeah? Yeah, I, I agree. Hands-free photography, taking it on vacation, especially like in like in cool places that, you know, not Paris, right? Like hiking, doing things like that. This is really, really good stuff. Wait, are you saying Paris is not cool or that you would get beat up by French people for wearing it there, which is not cool? I think you'd get knifed by French people and then they'd steal it off your face. French people do not F around. They used to. And then they got a a reputation of being all sissy foo-foo and now they will straight up knife you. It also depends yeah. on which yeah. district you're in, so yeah. Well, yeah. That is very true. I will say I, French, I, the French people I met were very nice. Nice. I like the French people. But then, then there was the one point where I, I was being followed by like three or four guys, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to get mugged. Yep. And then I got <laughs> so mugged, that. and that's why I'm So not. then I took the glass off my face. <laughs> but they realized you were too much of a badass, so they, they, they clearly avoided They realized so, you yeah. were filming them, and they were like, what the, what's going on here? <laughs> Sacre bleu, he's a Borg, run! <laughs> Grab the baguettes and run! <laughs> oh, what do six, we got next, Matt? 69 on Woot if you want a refurbed Android Wear, the LG G-Watch for G-Unit and 50 Cent fans. Hell yeah. I kind of want one. The G-Watch? Yeah, G-G-G-G-G-G-Watch. I won't wear watches, though, so I feel like I would just break it. This is actually a pebble time. But uh, I, I have the G Watch. It's not bad. Yeah, for the original Android Watch, if I remember right, or at yeah, least one of first one the first one a launch one. Yeah, but I've been wearing the Pebble Time mostly, not the Android Watch. You like that better then, obviously, yeah. or just you better know, than the LG you had? Well, I have the Moto three, the Moto three sixty. I have the LG G Watch, I and I have the Pebble Time. Why are you guys getting all these cool things? Where am I missing out on all these cool things? Uh, well, the, this is well. For one thing, this is a Kickstarter. Um, I had the LG watch uh, because I wanted something I could wear outside when I work outside and mow. That I'm not gonna care if I get grass on it, you uh, know, grass. Because the 360 is way prettier. Than yeah, the... it was it was refurb. I think it was like seventy nine ninety nine. I mean, right, I didn't. Right. It's not it's not a brand new watch. Um, but the Pebble Time, I got it, and it hooks in with Android Wear, and. Um, you know, I have to say, at that price, I mean, that's... You, I'm about gonna, to buy one, like, right now. Honestly, you're in Kmart Timex territory at $69.99. It is, right? <laughs> and the, the battery is really, like, the battery life is really good in that, in the LG G Watch. Because um, you don't have, cheap, it was, you don't have, there's something you don't have, but this, uh, the, the screen, um, the screen's pretty good, I guess, on power. But honestly... It's pretty. That's a good price for that watch. I have to say, um, for a while when I was running um, um, Android Wear 5.1, I much preferred the G Watch to the Moto Moto 360. Um, but why, why am I wearing a Pebble Time all the time? Battery life. It, there is no other smartwatch that you can actually wear. Yeah, isn't it like sleep. five to seven days or something like that of uh, use time? I don't get five to seven days. I get four days. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I don't know, you know, I don't know what the variables are with that. Um, there's a pretty good app community around it. It hooks in with Android Wear, um, so it, nice. it's a little more expensive than that G Watch. So honestly, 
How much is it? What's a pretty good deal? What's the new Pebbles go for? Uh, Two hundred, I think. That was, a, that was that was a Kickstarter version. Right, right. Um, but and it didn't have a touch screen. Isn't that basically like the the same as like a Kindle, like an e ink Kindle compared to a regular tablet? Like you're getting like the battery life difference. Yeah, the display. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that's right. And the displays work. It has a little bit of a backlight. Um, I, it won't it won't show up on camera very well. Um, it shows decent colors. The, it's a little weird using buttons, not a touch screen. But it's something. Um, it brags about how waterproof it is. So like, I don't. I don't take a shower because that seems weird. Because you you want to clean underneath right, it. But, why are you showering uh, with your watch on? <laughs> but, but people do that. Like, oh, I Who does my watch that? I don't. I don't get it. I feel like, like I, I did that when I was twelve years uh, old. What if you get a text. What if you get a text and you're in the shower and you miss it? I, Damn. But the thing is, wearing a watch. That's the way a good you have point. To wear there. them. It's like of all the places you need to wash regularly, underneath the wash is one of them. Uh, in any case, but it's one thing it, I find that the alarm just vibrating on my wrist wakes me up better than a sound now. So you sleep so, with it on, but you don't. What? Sh- you sleep with it on, but you don't shower with it on. Right, because interesting. Uh, right, interesting. Okay, because it's good. It's it's a it's good for uh, good for alarms. I are you think a I would sh- like it? Are you a shoes on the bed or off the bed kind of guy? You know, lots of people wear these devices when I sleep for sleep monitoring. This doesn't do uh, any of that. That's but... true. I didn't think of that. Okay, you got me there. Uh, no, I wear honestly it's just to wake just to wake up because it, it wakes the vibration on the wrist wakes me up better than audible alarm right now. Um, you got the you regular version or the steel version? This is the Pebble Time, so it's the brand yeah, new one. You had a steel version of the of the um, Pebble Time. time. Okay, I only I do not have the steel version. Oh, okay. Uh, but it integrates really well with Android. There's good apps for it. You know, I can control Google Play and Pocket Casts, the weather. Um, there's no Google Keep integration, but the uh, Google the Evernote integration is pretty good. Um, you know, one one of the things that it's gonna sound like a really silly thing, but I think people uh, will will really like it on Android 5.1. You can uh, and, and and on the Pebble Time with Evernote, you can leave your shopping list up on your wrist. So instead of having to swap back and forth, you can just look at your wrist, scroll up and down, and check things off. And I use a shopping list as any, but anything that requires like a lead to keep track of a list of steps. That's a really good application for it. Um, voice is really good on the Pebble Time. I don't know if it's using Google. Google's back end to do that, but I've dictated texts and Google Hangout messages from it many times. Um, I would not get this if you uh, are on iOS because it doesn't integrate very well. But if you're on Android and you're thinking about a smartwatch, that LG Watch deal is a pretty good deal. But if you want a little extra more battery life, you know the Pebble Time. The Pebble Time is, is pretty good. I I see this and like it seems like the Pebble Time is is fulfilling the promise of the original Kickstarter. Um, if you guys remember, like the original Kickstarter said they were going to use e-ink displays. Um, they ended up having to use LCD displays. Um, the battery life was was still good. I mean, I think that it was better than the LG G Watch that I was using. Like I had both of them side by side. Wait, wait, the but Pebble, it, the original Pebble was LCD. Yeah, I be, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it was supposed to be e-ink, and then they went LCD, and it pissed a lot of people off. Are you? So I will correct myself. Well, you know what? Let's Google it, Shane Brady, because I was wrong about the Pebble Time Steel. Oh, I'd, I'd rather. Wrong about I'd it. rather. I'd oh, rather. There was no Pebble Time Steel? I'd yeah, no, no, I thought so. There was a Pebble Time Steel. I don't know if it's out yet, but they announced both. 
a plastic oh. version and a, and a steel version. That I do remember because I had a friend that was considering getting the steel version, and I was considering getting the plastic. The steel one looks better than the plastic one, but the plastic one doesn't look bad. I like the the user interface of the Pebble Time. I think that's to me the most innovative part of it. It looks really good. Uh, they, 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 uh, oh, you know what? I actually got an email about this <laughs> upgrade to the Pebble Time steel. Yeah, the, the strap, it was a one forty four by one sixty eight pixel sharp memory LCD <laughs> e paper. What e paper? That might be the new one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the new one I think is e-paper. Heck, I could be wrong though, but <laughs> I'm just looking on the wiki here for it. I don't even, I don't even know. I'd rather let okay. the internet. Uh, just well, what would you rather talk about, Matt? Hmm. Hmm. I'm reading this wiki now. I'm interested. These guys, <laughs> they raise three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars from angel investors like Tim Draper. <laughs> <laughs> but well, then, my only advice to smartwatches all French don't buy an Apple Watch. Don't waste your money. Yeah. <laughs> Apple still <laughs> has had a twist the knife. Yeah, Apple still hasn't released their sales numbers for it, so it's not no, really it good. sales numbers. It's overpriced and it doesn't do yeah. that. Yeah. And the and the user interface is bad. It's to me it's even worse from what I've seen than the Windows tiles interface. So it's just not good. So it was it was a uh a black and white memory LCD, ultra low power, transflective display. Right, well, whatever this color one is, it claims. I think it says it's color e ink. Damn, it's e paper. I think it's a yeah. That's fancy. Know. That's fancy schmancy. I'll tell you what. My all my e ink is just in black and white. So it's colorful. A lot of shades in there. A lot, of, a lot of shades of gray. Probably about fifty of them. So that's good. The one plus two. Are we excited for this? Are we? Are we gonna hop on this invite system when it? Uh, when it happens? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting yeses and noes. Yes. You know, the, only bad, the only bad thing about the one plus one was the camera. Mm. Everything mm. else about the device is great. The OS was great. The battery life was great. The screen was great. The same one on the six, it's the same screen that you get on the iPhone six plus. Um, there's nothing bad I can say about that phone about except for the camera it was very inconsistent. And if they if they put a good camera on there, you know, it's often, funny you should say that because out of all the stuff that they've announced and like the the Reddit AMA, like all that stuff, they still have not mentioned the camera. So if that was your one gripe, it's very weird. No, they did re- mention recently they, they care about the camera, and they expect to have something to really make it stand out. Okay. I'm talking about real things phone. to announce. Yeah, no, I don't care about the camera. <laughs> which is what every OEM has said you know, for years about the camera, including Google. Oh, we care about the camera, and then it's, it's a blog camera. We care about the camera in as much as we care about keeping our costs low <laughs> so that we can pass that savings on to you. Listen, does it do the square Instagram photos like the iPhone? That's all hey, I care about. 640 by. That's all I need. So, I, you know, we'll see. Uh, I mean, Oxygen OS is the only version of Lollipop 5.0 done by non-Google that was fast. The only one that was that was, that was good. So, And those guys, I, I used to run some of the paranoid Android ROMs. They were some of the best ROMs out there. Better and faster than Sandwich a lot of times. I agree. Oh, so days. this could be if it's running Oxygen OS and a good camera, it, and it's gonna be very close to stock. It could be pretty cool. 
Well, it sounds it sounds pretty neat. The thirty three hundred mega or milliamp hour battery, mega amps, um, <laughs> USB Type C wire wireless. Yeah. Well, what did I do? <laughs> oh, I love you, Eric. So many mega, said, so, gigawatts. So many mega gigawatts. Amps. <laughs> I can't use my English. How, how many giga amps is that, Eric? <laughs> it's way oh, too early for this crap. You have no idea. Oh goodness! Oh my god! Now the the one thing that I was very disappointed about this in they're still doing this invite stuff yeah. like they, it's going to be invite only at first they haven't said what it's what that's going to entail uh, but boots. they say that they're early supporters and I'm guessing that's people like you brain shady is that you will be prioritized ahead of us will the know, real brain shady please stand up hold on. <laughs> So are these, this is the same group that was doing like the send us a hot chick picture and we'll give you an invite type of thing? Hopefully so, a new group, but it was the same company. Can yeah. we bring that company, back? Hopefully different marketing people. No. Yeah, hopefully different marketing team. I think it was a good idea. I mean, they Smash got your a, phone, get they, a phone. They got a lot of play out of that, right? Yeah, I have to say, you know, as much as I like Cyanogen, I don't think they're going to lose anything by going to these paranoid Android guys. What about Same. this? What is this keynote viewing? Better options for watching with or without VR? What does that mean? Is that the keynote that they announce it on? I'm confused. Mm. I don't know what you're talking about. Keynote yeah, viewing. There we will talked be about options. it a few shows ago. Like a, a few shows ago, where how they wanted to put, you know, you'd have to use Google Cardboard. So I guess oh. they heard loud and clear that not everybody wants to strap a phone to their face to watch this thing. Yeah, yeah, we do. Just make uh, it if look there's good. booth babes, we do. I'm Just make on. it look good, right? I mean, come on. If, if, if you want 3D, you got to know whatever. 3D. I want real D. The real D. Any, any of you guys, are any of you guys prepared to give me the real D? No. Are we not there yet? Not quite there yet. Are there any companies time. out there that are ready to bring forth the real D? No? No. Not nope. even, not even Lucas. We'll leave it to Elon Musk. Does he got the Him real is. D? And he can got he, the real D. Can he bring it? <laughs> oh goodness! Hey, what about this uh, Nintendo partnership thing happening? I was almost gonna buy a used Wii. That's how like desperate for entertainment I am right now. Used Wii, so that I can play Mario Party with myself. And the computer. Kids like Wii. And the computer. No, this is for me. I think you're completely confused, uh, Eric. I, I think you're forgetting that in about a year, everything will be for somebody else. But uh... No. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think a Wii is good because the Wii U's are really expensive for a Wii U. Like, there's no way I would spend more than $100 on that. You know, I, I, I would I really like the Wii. Uh, didn't end up banning a lot of collecting a lot of dust, you know. Yeah. Um, but the Wii U, I mean, just no one cares. I, I the, the game the games people are looking for now, I think, are a little more advanced than that. Than Zelda? Yeah. Oh, come on. Come now. People people play no people. There's a, there's a place for nostalgia, but they don't. It doesn't have to be. No one wants to buy. No one. I, I don't know. No one purposefully goes and buys a Wii U. It is either gifted I mean, it, or re-gifted. It, it, it seems they if, if you could set if you could run 
Zelda remake, whatever, on every device other than a Wii U, you would sell way more copies than if Whoa. you could only sell to your Wii U. Who yeah. let those dogs like, out? Part, like, like this, what, seven or eight million people bought Wii U's? Yeah. Look, yeah. At how, look at how successful that was for Sega when they got out of the hardware business. I mean, the thing to remember is that these companies, it's the hardware is like secondary to their IP. And I, you know, Nintendo, they screw up a lot of things, but their first party games are always solid. Uh, I don't, I don't think this mobile, you know, it's not even a pivot like this, this like mobile side project. I don't think it's going to be compelling or successful. Um, you know, they're, they might, I, they might like have some success. Uh, like I think they, you know, with like, with things like Shovel Knight, you know, how they brought in a third party developer and did, you know, did a small like little game, like something like that could be mobile. Um, they could, yeah, I think that maybe the only successful thing they could do would be taking all the vir- Wii and Wii U virtual console stuff and making that available on mobile. Um, I don't think they're but, looking at it that way because uh, in the ooh. last the last paragraph here, it just says that. You know, the success of this Kim Kardashian Hollywood game on iOS and Android is a classic example of how great branding with a great backend uh, can make a wildly successful product. Do you see what they did there? A great backend. And this is a, this is the problem is that like they're they're looking for like they're doing the cookie cutter approach to to this strategy no, versus develop like, buckling down Zelda. and thinking about it. And put it on the phones. Put it on Android. Put it in the Play Store. Put it on the the damn the damn thing you have that you never play. The ooh yeah, I'd play Zelda on the ooh yeah. Kim Kardashian as Zelda on <laughs> Zelda <laughs> yeah. Return of the Back End. <laughs> I, I I feel like if Nintendo did this, they would be like Square Enix has had you know they've had success in in releasing their old stuff, like the old Final Fantasies, yeah. all this, you know, they've had People success doing that at that premium shit. prices on the mobile platform. I think Nintendo could do that. I just don't know that they would because Square Enix does not sell hardware devices. Nintendo does. Isn't it Square Enix? It's, it's, it's pronounced Enix. 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 It rhymes um, with no, Enix. Square Enix, I thought. It's like a That's Phoenix. how all of us have been saying it in America. Yeah. It's pronounced uh, anus, you guys. Not how, maybe not how they say it in Missouri. Square anus. <laughs> uh, we missed you, Shane. <laughs> uh, but, 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 where, but where does Nintendo go from here, right? I mean, are they going to put out another console in the next few years that's going to sell 20 or 30 million? They would hope. <laughs> no. But, no. But, I mean, the thing, the thing with the Wii U is, is they guessed wrong Every single benefit. Nothing yeah. about the device that, that people like. Yeah, in 2011, um, when they first started showing pictures of their the the controller with the you know, like a five inch screen, like no one wants to play, you know, on a video console with you know something that's larger than this as your controller. And they made other wrong decisions there. They focused on first party and tried screwing you know third party you know developers. So I don't so. know. So I think what it comes down to is if they're not only going to have 7 to 10 million consoles, however poorly sold the Wii U is, I mean, that's your market for games, 7 to 10 million. And well, I mean, I think that their their market is the mobile market, the mobile market, but not mobile on phones. Like the Game Boy, the 3DS, like that, yeah. that is their successful market. Yeah. 
That was good stuff. I've had very many of, of those. Are they still selling a lot of those? Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Even though like the hardware is like four years old in terms of It how, is. It's like yeah. a Galaxy Nexus, but it it's all their stuff, so it it's works. Even less. We're we're talking like thirty two or sixty four megs of RAM. It's like something like that. It's even the newer newer three uh, DS is not, not that good. But it's so good, Nick. It's uh, so according, good. To, according to Wikipedia, as of March, they have sold 9.5 million Wii U. They're, yeah. they're going to hit that in, 10, that 10 million. In two, in, in two years. They'll yeah. hit 10 million. You watch. It's going to happen. They, um, oh, shit, now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Who's excited for the Yoda phone besides Russians? <laughs> That's a compelling phone. I thought it was cool AF, but we never really saw it, right? I mean, it was kind you of... You can get it through a Kickstarter, can't you? What? You know, they, they sell it in Europe. So yeah. I, think you can, I think you can go to, like, Carphone in the UK and order okay. it that one. Oh, no, Indiegogo. You can, get, you can order it through Indiegogo. Mm-hmm. Um, it works out better for them, even if they don't meet their goal. They can they they'll still keep all the money. Whereas, like with Kickstarter, if you don't meet the goal, you have to refund the money. But I don't I don't people laugh at this, right? But like the amount of Kindle reading I do, I mean that's all I would do. That's all I would do. I put Kindle and Google Play books, and that's all I would use it for. Uh, the the L, the e ink side. I think that is actually. Yeah, just think, useful. But just that's awesome. Active, just think about the active notification side of things. You turn it on its face, and you still have the notifications on, on the e-ink display, and it'll it won't really eat up the battery as well. That should be pretty good. Yeah, I don't, I don't even care about that though. But like, if you use a Kindle, and you, you know, if you're into the Kindle universe, you should not laugh at this. This is a good idea. And why would you? I would the love to not sound, carry the... my phone and my Kindle around if I could just carry one. See? Getting back to that one device thing. I would prefer a Yoda tablet. Ooh. I, 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 I don't could... wanna read on I don't wanna read on a phone. I've never liked reading on a phone. Yeah. So I, I, I hear what you're saying, Shane. I like I think the, the structure of the idea is sound, but they need to like make it bigger. Right. It doesn't need to be a phone. It'd also be cheaper too if they made a tablet, so it would be cheaper. Oh, it's without all the cellular stuff on it. It might be. Um, yeah, Eric. I mean, you've also never read on a phone. You've never read on a phone that that's an e-ink display. Like, I mean, the back of a back, I don't know what phone you're rocking right now, but um, you know, it would the, still be annoying on this. What is that? It, like the Moto X 2014. Uh, that's a good. That's a big phone though. That whole back was a, was a well. It's a little weird. Got a camera in the middle of it, but. Um, what does the Yoda do for that? But uh, I think that would be—I think that would still be pretty compelling. You can just resize text, and most viewers have a mode that just reflows the text as you resize it. So you, you may not like it as much as reading it on a tablet, Eric, but it'd be ten times better than reading on your phone. It's I mean, definitely. I don't disagree with that. It's doable. Eric's just don't being a good. sissy. So read it on your phone, Eric. Quit being a baby. You can take your Kindle and make the text really small so that it looks like it's on a phone, and then that's kind of what it's like. Perfect. It it's is. like aging myself 30 years. Yeah, right before our very really eyes. really excited to do that. 
I know. 26 more years of doing this show, and we'll be able to actually see that. Well, if they if these rumors are true, you won't be able to do your little Google Play books on there because there's – well, they, they've confirmed that there is a Sailfish Jala firmware out there, but it's not clear yet as to whether they're moving away from Android entirely or if it's just going to be another option. Yeah, so if they decide to go Sailfish, that will be when they decided they don't want to sell their own phones. Well, yeah, and that's if you if you look down uh, towards the end of the article, they're saying that the the context is that the Russian government wants a mobile OS that's not controlled by an American company. So they chose Sailfish um, for that reason, but it's all yeah. speculation at this point. I would well, say. You know, it's kind of stupid, Oppo, though. Oppo did the same. Isn't it Oppo or OnePlus One that did the same thing? Or Oppo, right? Where they sold Color OS in China, but you know they had Cyanogen mod for their Oppo for a couple of their phones. You know, the Oppo Find Five, I think. You know, well, Color OS was still it was still Android. Yeah, yeah. But it, what, it was just it, it's skin. But they, but that that's the same company uh, that's behind the OnePlus One. Yeah. I mean, they're selling. Uh, Sailfish, come on. <laughs> yeah, I, this doesn't make sense to me. I mean, even the—I'm sorry—even like the, the, the report of like, oh, it's—it would only be for Russian government. Like that's that's stupid because the Russian government could just take, you know, Android AOSP, you know, and Yodafone could make something out of that. Like the, yeah, Google. The part that is, you know, the part that is the Google Apps. Yeah, that's that's run by that's run by an American company. The other stuff, I mean, they can go through the source code and do whatever they want with it. So it seems like a seems like a weak and stupid excuse unless they were doing something that was, you know, made by you know a Russian company. Or unless they they can get their uh, spy stuff into Sailfish OS better than they can on Android. Yeah, you know, it's like Sailfish, what about Firefox, Ubuntu. I mean, these things. Tizen. Tizen. I mean, there's, there's no reason for them to exist anymore. Like, I don't know what Firefox is thinking. No one's buying Firefox phones. That's it's, what they said about Linux, man. I think you're just a hater. Ooh, hate. <laughs> just give it another 20 years. It'll catch on. Trust me. That's right. It's very niche. You just don't have the right device for it. It's yeah, because they don't want to buy it. It's for Google Glass version 5. <laughs> Yeah. But they said they do have a Sailfish firmware that does exist, and it may or may not one day be released for use by the Russian government. So, don't you kind of want to try one of these out? The uh, like we, yeah, just like just to see what it's like. Yeah, do you know, want to a little phone curious? I yeah, strapped to see how all the ink the ink display works. I strapped the Kindle to the back of my phone, and then it's like the same thing. It's just. All right. Anything else we want to talk about before we wrap this up? Give me one more good reason. Hey, was there any big Android news this week? No. Uh, really. Well, something I just that Shane a... might be interested in. Ooh. Um, I don't use Eclipse anymore. I think Android Studio is, you know, for for Android developing, I'd say I don't use Eclipse anymore um, because Android Studio has gotten really good. Yeah, but Google has announced more. What's that? They don't support Eclipse anymore. I know, and that's that is the news, Shane Brady. So they Android Studio Eclipse has eclipsed Eclipse. Wow! It, it, wow! I know. There you go. 
This, I think this is probably fine. I, I, it, Eclipse was... If all you're doing is Android developing, Eclipse was a lot of crap to install. Just to, like I mean, it's bulky. It is a bulky IDE, so I it feels like at least it feels like Android Studio doesn't lag, and it's not as like cumbersome as Eclipse. You're right. So Android Studio is built off of IntelliJ idea, the whole thing, which is recognized as one of the best uh, cores for an IDE. Uh, Eclipse, you know, I, I use NetBeans at work a lot. I've tried using IntelliJ, but I haven't been able to make the switch yet. Uh, yeah, I think this is fine. I think uh, most developers I know, I don't know anybody who's like a huge fan of Eclipse, right? So Android Studio, people seem to dig, and there's a lot of things about it that uh, compare very favorably with uh, Xcode and Xcode and uh, um, uh, Visual Studio, you know, the, the, that level class of uh, IDs. So I think it's good. I think, I think in this case, I don't think they should continue to support Eclipse, make everybody move. I mean, really, the only difference, I think, is maybe some of your projects in Eclipse are using the Maven system and not Gradle. That may be the only thing that, you know, that's, uh, that you have to worry about. Yeah. And it's I, I have to say, too, just like the the – the tight integration, not that it was like difficult before, but just like the integration between the IDE, the SDK, um, like you're, you're not having, like sometimes I would find that like I would want to install the Android studio or the Android, um, SDK plugins into Eclipse. And there would be like weird problems with the, with the plugin system in Eclipse like this. It's just nice to, you install it. The SDK manager comes right up. It's already integrated. Um, it has it has become it has matured into a very nice system. I think they're on version two now. So yeah, it's been um, out for a few years now. It's not like it's brand new. Yeah, it just wasn't that. I I used the first version. It was not that good. Like if if you would have said something like a year and a half ago, like Eclipse, I think was still easier. Now it is it is easier and nicer to use Android Studio. I'm gonna get Less a, buggy. I'm going to get my old man rant and say that kids today programming, honestly, have no idea what it was like. We didn't have IDEs. We actually had to write your own make files. Probably none of you know what a make file is. Uh, but, um, yeah, really, stop complaining. This is like the equivalent of flying through the air in a steel tube and complaining about the Wi-Fi in your plane. You know, I mean, I, the IDEs are fine. Uh, Eclipse, Eclipse is okay. Android Studio is better. Um, yeah. I think we should all just be programming in Notepad. You're right. Uh, God damn I, I program <coughs> all my .htm files out some vim. in Notepad. I will not use an ID if I can't find a VI plugin. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I hate VI. Ooh. I hate VI so goddamn much. I'm a Pico I have no idea. <laughs> Pico, Could never get like that, like you know, shortcut system of how to type. Pisses me off. Eric, your limitations do not uh, have any uh, bearing on the awesomeness that Ooh. is VI, though. Yeah, you're you're like you're one of those people that learned how to do something in a really retarded way, and now you're, you're totally invested. <laughs> and can't unlearn it. The like, better I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't unlearn this retardedness, so I'm just gonna keep doing it and hate on anyone almost, doing it better. It's all muscle right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think once you have the muscle memory, it's cool. I bought like a little Kindle book. I'm like, you know, how to how to use uh, you know VI, and it's all it's all great. I still couldn't get the muscle memory down. 
Oh, no, like, so weirdly enough, if I go to Google Docs, most of the time I, I can handle that, but you'll all, I'll start doing, you know. You know, like colon Q. Why isn't it colon this and colon that, yeah. Yeah, No, write and then exit. Oh. <laughs> This is like flashing BIOS firmware. This is ridiculous. Eric, what's our email address? I think we should colon Q this show. Eric, colon Q right to the damn trash can. What's our email colon address? Colon Q bang. Thank you. If you would like to colon Q bang us, you can do so at showedattackoftheandroid.com. <laughs> With the D. Make sure to bring the D when you colon Q bang Eric. Subject line, D. Subject line, the D. All right, attackingtheandroids.com. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Stitcher, on iTunes. Leave us a review. We appreciate that. Check out the Facebook page, Google Plus, Twitter account, and Shane Brady's Facebook page because he's on Facebook. Sort of. Sort of. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week, Wednesday. Right? Wednesday? We're switching the days. It's probably going to be Wednesday. Are we doing Wednesday? I don't know. Next week? All right. Yep, that'll work. Great evening. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. You can join us every week at www.attackoftheandroids.com slash live.